And as promised, we always bring the movers and shakers and the sweet science. And with us, we have Golden Boy himself, Oscar de la Hoya, joining us all the way from the West Coast. Oscar, thank you for being with us. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Well, we're really, really excited. At the table, we have Paul Malnagi, Chris Algeri, and we want to go straight to the point. Exciting times. Ryan Garcia getting back into the ring. How difficult was it to make this fight against Tank Davis? Um, yeah, it, it was actually difficult. Um, it took um, just took a lot of time, um, tedious work, um, you know, a lot of detail that went into it. And uh, I'm sure Paula Malinaji knows uh, working with Al Heyman is not uh, the easiest tasks, um, you know, to confront. But um, it was, uh, yeah, we got it made. I mean, this fight was literally dead in the water at one point. And um, I remember calling up my my personal lawyer um, so he can reach out to uh, to Steven Espinoza. Uh, because I, Stephen Espinoza was my was my lawyer, uh, my personal lawyer at one point. So they got along, they knew each other, they were at the same firm, and so we reached out and we revived it. And so, you know, we had to give in a, a few points here and there, and um, um, you know, we, we just made it happen. I mean, the fighters wanted this fight, and so that's what I guess that was the key in making this fight is that um, is that um, uh, Ryan Garcia and Tank Davis really wanted this fight. You know, Oscar, um, both guys, <clears throat> the agreement originally had been that they were going to take a warm-up fight. What were your thoughts on on Ryan not taking that warm-up fight? Did you have a talk? Did you talk to Ryan about that? And, and personally, you know, would you have taken that warm-up fight or would you have gone right into a Tank Davis fight if you were in Ryan's shoes? And, and again, did, did, he, uh, did he seek your advice on it or was it something that he just decided for himself that he thought was the best thing for him to just go right into the Davis fight? Because we saw Tank get that warm-up fight in January. Right. Right. Yeah. No. It's a good point. Um, I was. I was obviously all for the uh, the warm up fight. I mean, being the next fighter myself, um, you want to stay. You know, keep the uh, the tools sharp. You want to make sure that your timing is is is, is on point. Uh, you want to make sure that um, you know those feelings you you get inside the ring. Um, not that you forget them uh, if you're if you have a long layoff. But you just, you know, you get a little rusty, like they say in boxing. And so I was all for the warm-up fight, but Ryan Garcia was set, uh, was set on, on not taking it um, for whatever reason. I, I have no no clue. But um, did he, you know, did, did he speak uh, to you about it, or, or did you guys? Yeah, we, we, we spoke about it. it. We spoke about it. And uh, look, Ryan's his own guy, and uh, you know, he uh, he he knows what he's doing, I guess. And, did he give, uh, did he know, give you a reason for why he didn't? What was his personal reason for why he didn't want the one fight? His personal reason was that he he was fed up um, with not giving with not giving the fight fans um, you know the fights that they want to see. You know he 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 mentioned he mentioned enough with these tune ups. I I, I don't want to. I just want to go directly into uh, the Gervonta Davis fight. I want my fans to understand that I'm I'm. You know, I'm serious here. I want, I, I just want that fight. Enough is enough, he basically said. And so uh, I think it was a mistake, but, uh, you know, I guess we'll see Saturday night. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Oscar, as the uh, as a resident nutrition guy here at ProBox TV, I have to ask about the weight class. How contentious were the negotiations for where this weight was going to be? Now, you know, we know that it's 35 plus one, it's 136. Yeah. So what, what, <laughs> right. what was that like? Um, Obviously, I was I was all for 
I was all for getting Ryan Garcia uh, the most pounds possible right. uh, after 135. But, um, you know, it, it makes me believe that that Gervonta Davis um, and his camp are obviously worried, um, mm-hmm. uh, worried about, uh, you know, there's there's some sense of um, – not not being scared, obviously they're not scared, but it's it's just you know it's 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 they're worried. They're worried about uh, Ryan Garcia coming in too heavy. They're worried about Ryan Garcia just being the bigger man, uh, the stronger man. Um, yeah, for sure. Speaking but, of which, with the rehydration clause, is was that something that was off the bat, or was that based on okay, it's going to be one thirty six, but now if that's going to be the case, then you got to deal with this rehydration clause. Right, yeah, and I look. I being a fighter myself, I I understand it, and 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 I and I I get the idea of of, of you know dehydrating your your opponent and and <clears throat> trying to have uh, every advantage possible uh, for your for your fighter. But you know this is this was kind of ridiculous. I mean, you know, it's it's uh, they had a lot of excuses, and 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 you know they were the the fact that Ryan Garcia wanted this fight so bad. You know, it was making it difficult on myself to negotiate because Ryan Garcia was so vocal uh, uh, publicly uh, about taking this fight. Um, and so, therefore, Gervonta uh, uh, Davis almost got his way in the negotiations. Well, you, you just mentioned how much um, Ryan wanted this fight. And you made a very interesting statement about this fight, this fight per se. You said, I'm making this fight happen to save boxing. So... How big is this fight really for the sport of boxing and for Golden Boy? Well, it, it just the reason why I say that because it, it reminded me of um, of me and Trinidad when uh, when we were both fighting inside the ring. Um, we were undefeated. We were young. We were champions. I uh, you know, and and they build it as the fight to save boxing. And I, I strongly feel that every decade has its fight to save boxing. I mean, boxing doesn't need to be saved because it's like they say, when you build it, they will come. If you put the right fight together, the world will stop and watch. Um, but I just I just felt that this fight here is is probably the only fight in recent years where you have two young, undefeated fighters um, who are as talented as, as they are. Uh, it's it's very rare in boxing. So and and plus, you know, it's 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 outside of the the boxing circle. Meaning, um, the PR that this fight is receiving is is is, is almost unheard of. Um, you know, we're reaching the masses basically with uh, with Gervonta's reach and with Ryan Garcia's reach, who uh, who obviously um, you know brings in the masses, brings in the women uh, fans, um, and so yeah, I, I build it as uh, as the fight to save boxing. And and on that note, when we look at uh, Golden Boy, uh, a few years back, there were rumors about you just giving up because, you know, not being able to work with other promoters. What is the state of Golden Boy right now? How does the future look? Well, I mean, the state of Golden Boy is is, is always going to be healthy. It's always going to be alive and well. And, um, you know, uh, we, we've been in this business for a long time. We know what we're doing. We've been involved with the biggest fights in, in, in the history of the sport, you know, promoting Mayweather, promoting all the major fights, uh, with, with even Polly as well. So, uh, you know, building, uh, the, the Deontay Wilders and, and, and the Agent Broners of this world. So working with Canelo, 
um, you know, boxing is a roller coaster. That's that's all it is. And, you know, may, may, the, may the strong survive, uh, like they say. And so, uh, look, this is what I love doing. This is what I, this is my passion. I don't have to do it. I don't need the headaches. Um, I don't need the drama. But uh, but this is exactly what I love doing. I, I love my sport. I love boxing. And, you know, boxing is one of those sports that, um, you know, if, if it's done right, if it's done correctly, if if matching up, um, you know, the best against the best, I mean, it's it's the best sport ever. You know, Oscar, we were talking about uh, rehydration clauses and, and all that stuff that uh, the negotiations about the scales and whatnot. Is it? Is it, I, I get the sense that obviously Ryan, being this big at lightweight, may not have a long time left at his weight class. Is it safe to say that this is his final foray in the lightweight division? I mean, uh, I'm assuming it would probably be this fight and, and a rematch. Um, but uh, is he going to? Is he looking to be, move up to super lightweight after this after this uh, rivalry with Davis? No, I, I don't. I, I don't think so. I don't think so. I. I... I saw Ryan uh, last week, and um, and he looked great. He was only he was only like five pounds uh, off weight. He was um, you know energetic. He was happy. He was in good spirits. Um, you know, I mean, in boxing, yeah, you have to sometimes suffer a little to make the weight. Mm -hmm. it, it kind of it's an indicator that that you know it, that tells you uh, you know that you're doing something right. That you're working hard. You know, there's a fine balance, a fine line of, of you know, uh, you know when to push yourself and when not to push yourself um, to the limits. But I, I, I see him, uh, you know, fighting at 135 for a few more fights, a handful of fights. Um, yes, he's a big kid, but um, but he finally now has a good nutritionist. Um, um, he has good doctors uh, behind him. Um, who exactly know what they're doing. So, yeah, I see no problem with making the pay. So, Oscar, actually, this, that, that, then this makes me think of another question. I mean, if, if, he's, his, if he's not having as many problems as, as would seem to the outside world, um, is the rehydration clause bothering you that much then? No, it's not. It's not bothering at all. Mm -hmm. one, one bit. I mean, um, I'm sure Tank, Tank Davis and, 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 and their team is, uh, is, is worried is worried about how big uh, Ryan is going to enter the ring um, Saturday night, um, but uh, but we have no problem whatsoever. I think I think that look Ryan. One thing about Ryan that people don't know is that he he's a disciplined fighter. He uh, when he when he sets his mind and when he's in training camp and uh, he knows what he has to do. He's very very disciplined, and so I I, I strongly feel that. And I've given Ryan some advice. Is you know when you start training camp. Um, don't stop training camp right after you make weight. You, you stop your training camp right after your fight, right after the final bout. You know, you, you meaning you have to keep on eating, uh, you know, what you've been uh, intaking during camp. Uh, you know, don't go out there and, you know, start eating a hamburger and, and you know, drinking a milkshake and this and that. Because a lot of fighters, they just eat whatever they want to eat. Yeah, because they feel the weight. Yeah, <laughs> and it's, it slows you down. It it actually it actually uh, you know it, it prevents you from performing at your highest level. So um, so Ryan Ryan knows that he he's he's a he's a student of the game. So um, we have no issues whatsoever. No worries whatsoever. So uh, Oscar Virgil Ortiz, phenomenal, fantastic talent. Uh, one of my favorite young fighters out there today. Uh, had a huge fight with Sandy Onis lined up. Uh, fight falls through because of the rhabdomyolosis suffered by um, by Ortiz. Now, right. you know, 
Is there any update on that from, from your side and from, from Virgil's end about how that, how if that fight's going to plan out in the future sure. and also how Virgil's future is going to look staying at that weight at 147 with this condition? Right, right. Well, we, we are scheduling it. Um, we are scheduling it uh, as we speak. Um, hopefully sometime in July, he can come back and um, and uh, and fight for the world title. He's really looking forward to it. Uh, look, one thing about Virgil Ortiz and his father, his team, is that they're hard workers. Um, you know, there's times where where I've heard that he he they have him sparring every single day, 10, 12 rounds, and that's too much sometimes. You know, you have to kind of you have to know how to when to ease off, and and you know you have to listen to your body at times, and so. Um, it's it's a case of just a lot of hard work and overworking your body, your mind. So I think I think Virgil Ortiz, look, he is one of the best top welterweights in the world today, uh, one of the most talented. I think I think at this point right now of his career, uh, he can he can step up and fight uh, anybody, the Crawfords, the Spence, um, especially now that they're getting older. Um, but uh, but I, I strongly feel that uh, that Virgil Ortiz, uh, yeah, will be back. He'll be back stronger than ever. Uh, hungrier than ever. Um, he'll, he will stay at 147. Uh, he's a big kid, but again, um, you know, uh, he's a fighter that listens to his body. He knows what he has to do, and unfortunately, his body shut down. He was working so hard. Um, you know, that's how much discipline he has. But at, at times, you have to kind of, you know, put the put the put the you know the the brakes on a bit and uh, and listen to your body. And and obviously, you just mentioned two great. Walter Waits, uh, Errol Spence, and Terrence Crawford. Just it stays just among us, Oscar. Nobody else will hear it. <laughs> How's that relationship <laughs> with Terrence Crawford coming along? Just just the two of us. With over some yeah, coffee. no, I have I have a great relationship um, with Terrence Crawford. Um, at one point, we were talking about uh, about representing him, um, and uh, I'm not sure exactly what happened there. Uh, all of a sudden, I hear that this fight is made. Um, you know, and all I can do is wish him luck. That's that's basically it. I mean, he's a he's a nice kid, and you know, both guys are are, are nice guys, and uh, you know, I think we're gonna get a terrific fight. Two undefeated fighters. I wish they would have fought a little earlier in their career, but you know, we're at least we're getting it. That's a million dollar question. Always, we will always want those fighters to meet each other a little earlier. And talking about <laughs> other fighters that you know very well, Canelo's coming up. He's coming back after hand surgery, you've been through that, you've gone back yeah. to the ring after a hand surgery. Um, how do you see Canelo performing in May against John Ryder? Well, obviously it's an opponent, it's an opponent that um, that he should, you know, get some nice work in. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't see any real threat. Um, I mean, you never know, you know, what can happen inside the ring. You never know the wrong punch or he gets cut or he breaks his hand, whatever might happen. Um, but I think, I think this is a, a, a very calculated fight. Um, you know, uh, it's one of those, uh, you know, I hate calling them tune-up fights, but it's kind of like a, you know, stay, stay active type of fight. Um, you know, obviously he's looking for that big rematch with, uh, with Bivol, who till this day, I want to stick to my, to my guns and say that he'll never beat because of styles. I think Bivol has an amazing style. Um, you know, he jumps on his toes uh, um, most of the fight. He's moving. He uh, knows how to. He knows how to time his distance when he throws his punches. Um, you know, uh, um, he throws punches in bunches. He's a strong puncher. 
he has a great chin, so it's it's going to be a very difficult um, uh, test again for Canelo if he does face uh, uh, Bivol uh, in the near future. Well, the near future is this weekend. Ryan Garcia facing Tank Davis and Oscar De La Hoya will be hosting us in Las Vegas. We're going to have a chance to see you again. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for your time. We look forward to this mega fight. Thank you. Thank you very much, Claudia. Thank you, Chris. Uh, Polly, appreciate it. Yeah,